You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. It is Tuesday, March 28th, and opening day is less than one week away. Can you believe it? Matt Wehmeyer pinch hitting today on the Yankee podcast for Tim McMaster as we're joined, as always, by Yankee reporter Brian Hoke. And, uh, Brian, some things to uh, touch on today as the uh, opening day roster for the Bombers uh, begins to take shape. And uh, one of the more intriguing battles in camp has been for the final two rotation spots uh, behind Tanaka, CC, and Michael Pineda. It seemed like uh, Adam Warren really had an inside track on one of those uh, two spots behind those three. A rough outing the other day. How much did that hurt his chances? Do you still see him uh, in this bullpen at the on, at the uh, or rather the rotation at the onset of the season? Uh, no, actually, Joe Girardi has said that Warren will begin the year in the bullpen. So. Uh, clearly that rough outing did not help him, but I think what worked against Warren more was the fact that he's been good in both roles. Uh, they know they can count on him uh, out of the bullpen. Uh, the way their rotation shakes out, they actually don't need a fifth starter until April 16. So they're going to carry eight relievers to begin the year. So uh, Warren gives them some stability there. He can give you distance. Obviously he's built up as a starter. Uh, I, I think that Warren obviously disappointed. He wants to be a starter, but uh, he's taken the attitude that he'll do whatever it is to help the team win. Uh, he's just happy to be the, uh, back with the Yankees after uh, spending a couple months with the Cubs. Obviously got a World Series ring out of it. Uh, hopes to get his Yankees ring, too. So uh, we'll see what happens. But, uh, yeah, Adam Warren is going to be in the bullpen and start the year. And, Brian, was that a make-or-break outing for him? In other words, like, if he pitched well, are we talking about him as a starter right now? I'm not sure we would be. I think that Jordan Montgomery has come out of nowhere and really – open some eyes in this camp. And obviously there's a reason he's still around on March 28th. Uh, they're going to give him one more start. Uh, this is a kid who pitched really well last year in the minors. He's, he's jumped on the radar. Uh, and a couple guys have not gra- stepped up and grabbed opportunities. Uh, Luis Sessa obviously is out of the mix already. Chad Green's pitched all right. Uh, Luis Severino's been up and down. His last outing was pretty good. Uh, Brian Mitchell has been a little up and down. Uh, he was better early. And uh, so I, I think that, you put all that together, and there's opportunity there. I think that uh, they have not made any final decisions yet. I, I think that this is going to come down to the wire, and uh, they may very well have not decided anything until a few a few hours before they get on that plane for Atlanta. And, uh, Brian, of course, uh, somebody is going to be the number four starter. Somebody is going to be the number five starter. I'm going to put you on the spots. Uh, as of right now, who do you think it's going to be for both spots? Well, I've gone on record as saying that I thought it was going to be Brian Mitchell and Jordan Montgomery, but I'm not sure if the wind is blowing that way anymore. So I, I, I did write that, and uh, I'm going to stick to that. But I think that Severino is still the dark horse. They've given him every opportunity to grab a rotation spot. They, they really want him to be a starter. They saw what he did at the end of 2015, pitched very well. Obviously did not see that as a starter last year. Uh, they, they want to see it. So I think Severino is going to get every chance, and – so I wouldn't be completely shocked to see him take the number four spot, but I think that he didn't pitch quite as well as they would have hoped. But maybe if he finishes strong here, uh, maybe they can change their minds and uh, and really uh, get them leaning that way. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting uh, few days here of camp for the Yankees to determine those number four and number five spots uh, in that rotation. And, Brian, it seems like uh, today, or I don't know if it happened actually today or recently, but it was a good day or series of days for Ronald Torres as uh, he projects to be the starting shortstop, correct? 
Yeah, it's a good day for Ronald Torres, bad day for Didi Gregorius and the Yankees, obviously, because uh, they were counting on having him at short, but uh, that's obviously not going to be the case. So Girardi has indicated that he is leaning that way, and he's got a lineup out tonight against the Tigers that could be very representative of the opening day lineup, and uh, he's got Torres at short. So I thought that Tyler Wade was in the mix. Uh, they still haven't ruled out the fact that he could make the team, but uh, I do believe Ronald Torres will be there on April 2nd against the Rays at Tropicana Field. Yeah, how disappointing is it with uh, Gregorius? Because, you know, if memory serves, uh, he had a, a very good uh, second half of uh, 2016. Seemed like he had that position, you know, locked and loaded. Uh, what are the thoughts on him right now? Absolutely. And, and you're talking about a guy who has really come into his own. Uh, you know, remember when the Yankees got him, he was taking over for Derek Jeter. There were questions if he could even hit left-handed pitching. Uh, he's answered all those questions. He hit over 330, I believe, against left-handers uh, last year. Has really made strides on both sides of the ball. And Girardi said nobody is better in the game at relay throws than Didi Gregorius. So clearly they'll, they'll be missing him. Uh, they think they're going to get him back in early May, and that will obviously be a bonus. Um, but for the meantime, they're going to try and patch from within, probably with Ronald Torres. Yeah, it's a, I guess it's a it's a good not a good situation to have a guy hurt, but to have a guy that can aptly fill in. And Ronald Torres uh, certainly a boon for the Yankees as they uh, kick off the 2017 season. And uh, Brian, you mentioned that the the lineup uh, that's being put out tonight for their game uh, is going to be representative of what we could see on a regular basis in the regular season. Now, of course, uh, Torres at shortstop and also batting fifth in that game is somebody that Yankee fans are not going to be used to seeing. Correct. Oh, yeah, Jacoby Ellsbury in the lineup. And, you know, Girardi has hinted about the idea of breaking up the lefties at the top of the order. He really uh, has He thought about that last year, made his opinion known. Uh, and they want to take a look at it and see how it is. So what he's got at the top of the lineup here, it goes lefty, right, left, right, left. And he's got uh, Brett Gardner leading off, and then Gary Sanchez hitting second, Greg Bird third, Matt Holliday four, and then Ellsbury five. And I, I, obviously Ellsbury is a, a few years removed from that year in Boston where he hit 30 home runs, but they say they're not looking for him to change his approach. I, I think that this is something the Yankees really are interested in doing. Uh, they just want him to be the same guy he's been. Obviously they, they would like a better version than they got last year, but uh, Girardi said today it's almost like he got a second leadoff hitter right in the middle of the order, and obviously it breaks up those lefties. So it's something they're, they're going to think about for sure. It's something they've been talking about all spring, and now you're going to get a few games to see how it works. And we've, we've seen so many times that guys, you know, all it takes is a change of scenery within the lineup. You know, he's been uh, batting first, batting second for pretty much the entirety of his career. Now he bats fifth. It's a different look. And uh, maybe it pays dividends for Jacoby Ellsbury as the Yankees finally uh, want to get a return on that huge contract they gave him a couple of years ago. Uh, Brian, as we come down the home stretch here, a couple of uh, spring training superlatives, if you will, to throw at you. One thing I love asking all the beat reporters is that every spring, for every club, it seems like two guys strike up a, a deep friendship or a bond or, if you will, a bromance. So is there a bromance <laughs> going on right now within Yankee spring training? Oh, off the top of my head, I would say that Aaron Hicks and Aaron Judge have not looked like two guys who are fighting for a opening day roster spot. I see those guys hanging out and joking a lot. So I think uh, this competition might have actually brought them closer together. And I should say that uh, the Yankees haven't decided yet. Hicks is in that lineup tonight, but that doesn't necessarily mean Judge isn't going to be the opening day right fielder. But uh, either way, I, I think that those two guys have grown closer as spring training goes on. And so that, yeah, I'll go with Judge and Hicks. Yeah, maybe it's a, a bonding over having the same first name. Stranger things have happened. So <laughs> that's a good way to look at it there. Uh, I know that uh, Glaber Torres has just uh, torn the cover off the ball all spring. But when you look at the entirety of uh, the minor league component, 
of the Yankees spring training right now. Give me one guy that's most improved his stock, maybe a guy that wasn't on the radar when spring training began, but certainly is right now. Well, I'd love to go with Torres for you because I think he's been the most outstanding Yankee in, in camp, uh, certainly the outstanding young player in camp. But I, I, I throw a couple others at you. Jordan Montgomery, who I talked about, uh, the big, tall left-hander. He's a downhill plane, obviously pitched well last year, especially when he got called up to AAA. And uh, the fact that he's hung around this long, the Yankees have really taken notice of him. And I think he's going to be at Yankee Stadium. I mean, if it's not in April, it'll be at some point this year. He'll probably be starting for the Yankees. So I think that Montgomery coming out of nowhere – beating out those five guys for attention and, and really stepping up and making them say, hey, uh, take a look at me. I, I, I'm going to go Jordan Montgomery for that. Okay, and uh, Brian, how about, uh, you know, every year during spring training, you know, we see guys that, uh, that perform very well and other guys that don't, uh, you know, perform up to their standards. But, again, it's spring training. It doesn't matter. You take it all with a grain of salt. Nonetheless, judging from feedback in your inbox and on social media, who is one guy that Yankee fans are freaking out about right now for no reason? I'd say probably Chase Headley. I feel like a lot of Yankee fans keep asking about uh, could Tyler Wade come in and, and take over third base? Could Ronald Torres do it? Could could it, you know when is Miguel Andahar going to be ready to take over third base? I think that Yankee fans uh, they've seen enough of Chase Headley at this point that they think something better could be out there. I, I think the problem for the for the Yanks is he's still on a contract for two more years, so. I don't sense that they're going to make any moves there. He obviously was terrible in April. He admitted that openly. But from his birthday on, which is the first week of May on, uh, he was actually a pretty good player for them last year. Uh, not Certainly not uh, in the upper half of Major League third baseman, but uh, he's motivated to come back and have a better year. And uh, So I think that the Yankee fans are – Maybe a little too concerned about Chase Headley. I think that they can win games with Headley at the hot corner. Yeah, I mean, the track record's there. He'll be uh, A-OK. I don't think there's uh, anything to worry about with the veteran uh, Chase Headley. Brian, great stuff as always. And uh, this week, as opposed to previous weeks, we're going to end things a little bit differently as you recently had the chance to sit down with Joe Girardi as you discuss what's in store for the Yankees in 2017 with the Yankee skipper. Joe, there's a lot of talk about the youth and energy of this camp coming in. Uh, just what have your impressions been of the way things have gone? There's a lot of youth and there's a lot of energy. So it's been really good, and it's been a, a wide variety of young players that have added to our veterans. And we've played extremely well in spring training, and you want to see the carryover in the season. You've already made one decision. You named Greg Bird your opening day first baseman. Uh, where do things stand as far as filling out the back end of the rotation? Well, that's still something that we have a lot to iron out. Um, it's been tough. There's been some ups and downs in, in the start, so the decisions have, you know, they haven't been real clear cut. So we got about eight more days to figure this out. We're going to have a lot of meetings. You weren't planning on having to pick out a shortstop. How do you break down? The, uh, the pros and cons of the guys you do have in camp right Yeah, now. well, I mean, you look at Torres, and he did a really good job playing everywhere for us last year, second, short, or third. You look at a young man like Tyler Wade, is, is it a guy, do we feel, is he ready to step in? You have Cosman Camp, you have Solano and Tejada. So that's a decision we didn't expect to have to make, but we're going to because we're going to be without DD for a while. So um, they're all going to get a look over the next eight days, and we'll make a decision. You've kind of indicated that right field's a little too close to call right now between Judge and Hicks. What do, you, what do you think will make the difference for you? Probably these last seven or eight days, and and, and it could change. Um, you know, and it is, is a situation that you take both. Yeah, I guess there is a situation where you could take both and try to get playing time for everyone involved. But these last seven or eight days, we're going to see better pitching. They're going to see guys two and three, you know, at bats. They're going to see a starter for two and three matches. How do they make the adjustments? And then we'll go from there. 
MLB.TV Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.TV Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.TV for details. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion. Championship team. 